Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, for the We Are MCBS podcast. Today is Wednesday, September 19th, 2018. And this is going to be another special student ran edition of the We Are MCBS podcast because Secret Agent Pete and Jason are somewhere off in South America doing some special beach escapades. My name is Tyler Ozzy Oswald, and sitting at the table of honor with me is my favorite contributors, Carlos Cordova III, Tasia Turner, and Ben Macaron. How's everyone doing today? Good. Doing Doing great. (laughs) Doing wonderful on this beautiful Wednesday. So if you are wondering possibly why we're sounding different, we are not in our usual control room these days. We are doing a little special area podcast. We are in the middle of a very secret location that cannot be disclosed, but we are still the MCBS podcast, which means we have stories for you today. So to kick us off, I think we're going to go right to Tasia Turner and hear about maybe one of the many crazy theories which might kill us sometime in the future. Tasia, what you got for us? Well, we um, are on, what is it, the brink? Is that when you're getting close to something? Yeah, the brink. We're on the brink of roll-up tablets. What? Yeah. (laughs) You have no idea how excited I am for this. So when you say roll-up tablets, what are you talking about specifically? So it looks like it's called the magic scroll. Mm -hmm. So, of course, it resembles a scroll. And then on the side, there's like this knob. And it literally is a screen that is foldable into a scroll. And you just scroll it to really scroll as you would on your phone with your finger. And, um, yeah, and when you see something interesting, it actually stretches out to like a 7-inch screen. So, mm -hmm. but right now, they say it's still in like development phase because it's you know it's pretty thick and they want it to the size of a pen so you literally can put it in your pocket wait what yeah it's gonna be the size of a pen like a writing pen and they want it to be able to be that skinny and still be able to scroll and pull up and just to give you the idea that like screens don't have to necessarily always be flat in a way um Kind of emulate paper in a sense. Yeah, but you were right. Exactly. Is it sad that my first inclination for technology like this is to go like ye old announcements? Like I'll have the <laughs> parchment in hand, I'll pull it out, and I'll start doing like a roll call. <laughs> right. But um, Samsung heard about this and they were like, well, we've had a scrollable phone for like six years. We just haven't released it because the world isn't ready for that. So what? Uh, <laughs> so that guess. sounds like they're just trying to beat somebody. Is just like right. No, yeah. we did it first. So the, we are coming across that age where in the future that probably might be like a normal thing, like your phone or your tablets. You know, is scrolly. So yeah. So we might see what could be the next evolution of communication Mm -hmm. because if that had a camera because cameras are already small as it is right so you can bust out your little scroll you can just like Uh, we won't get any that roll down a full carpet and all that no we'll we'll never get that long but (laughs) it'll be like you pull it out and you can see somebody's face Mm -hmm. And they can see your. It's gonna get interesting. The future is looking amazing. It doesn't sound like you found a way for this to destroy us yet. But uh, on that note, maybe there's something else that can destroy us. Possibly Google. Ben Macaron, I believe you have a story for us. It's not so much Google; it's more the privacy. So, as you know, uh, Facebook and Google have this reputation of really tracking your cookies and tracking what you search and keeping log of that. So right now, Apple Safari service and Firefox 
are trying to combat that. Google right now has 57% of the customer market for search engines. And right now, Google, Safari, Safari, and Firefox have less than 20. So trying to bump that up by saying they're going to keep everything more private. But we all know that that might be a little harder than it sounds. Yeah, because I'm hearing this and it sounds like it's a huge smear campaign against Google. It's like, we're going to protect you from Google. We're going to make sure that Google can't touch your information. But nothing's going to stop, you know, Firefox from still having that information. I'm not much as concerned about the people at Mozilla Firefox as much as I'm concerned about Apple because they have the same resources. They have the same terms of service. They will likely use that information for their own gain and try to corner a market, try to compete against Google. Because if you've listened to previous episodes of the podcast, Pete has, who was a devout Apple user, has now converted over to Google and he sings its praise almost every single every podcast. Every single time you see him. Yeah. Every time you see him. It's great. I'm happy he's so giddy. He's finally on our camp. But Apple now is trying to, like, fight them in the way they know how. And, again, it sounds like a giant smear campaign. Oh, it, it definitely is because the funny thing about it is that Firefox, if you you have to download this uh, this protection service and security, like, engine to like for your searches. But Apple is making it automatic with the updates. So they're technically still keeping your information, but for their own little... They're keeping it for file. them. Yeah, for like, them. No, again, it's... We're protecting you from Google, but you're not protecting from... It's not even Google we should be concerned about when it comes to privacy concerns. I mean, how long ago did Cambridge Analytica and Facebook happen? Maybe like five months ago? Yeah. That has nothing to do with Google. So why are... If they truly want to try to gain trust of a market, try to protect them from everything. Just have built-in VPNs instead of having us go out and have to buy our own VPNs to protect us. Yeah. Well, Firefox and Apple seems to be uh, trying to keep information away from Google, but we have a different kind of information to start looking at. So, Carlos Cordova III, I believe you have something to contribute to today? So, there's a recent study done uh, pertaining to podcasts. So, a survey was done um, over about 600 people, and some very interesting results came about. It was some very just like basic, like who listens to podcasts, how much they listen to it. So, some of the results were 55% of podcast listeners are are men. Time spent with podcasts significantly grew among women from 4.6 hours per week to 5.5 hours per week, a 20% uptick. You know, that's actually really interesting to hear because I was talking to program director Kathy Craven recently, and we we're talking about the rise of podcasts in general, that it seems that podcasts are becoming more and more commonplace as just a piece of content that almost anyone can make and anyone has access to. Yeah, really, because podcasts, it just it works out. It's really easy to make in the first place, and it's really just a nice thing to listen to instead of listening to music. Some people just um, prefer listening to people talking about stuff that they're interested in, and it's just a great way to talk with people. I was even mentioning, like, this would be a great way to bring back audio plays. Like, we can do Little Orphan Annie in podcast form. See, that would be good because, like, there's already so many channels and so many different types of podcasts that you really can make that. And I don't, I don't think I've really heard of anything that's, like... I know that, that. Uh, there's a podcast. I, I don't know if they call themselves a podcast, but it's called Welcome to Night Vale. 
and I've only listened to a couple episodes, but it's this huge fictional town, and they do it in the the motif of a news report. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they just talk about the weird stuff that goes on in this town, the most absurd things possible. But it builds this universe, and it's a multi-part series. That's good. So podcasts are pretty much the return of what could be radio shows and audio plays and things like this. It's an old frontier brought to the new frontier, basically. But I think that's about all the time we have today for the We Are MCBS podcast. We had a couple of good, interesting stories. Instead of Tasia normally bringing the fear of technology into us, it was Ben who did it today. Next week will be a regular episode of the We Are MCBS podcast, back with Pete and Jason, back in the control room. They will have a bunch of tales to regale us with, and we will have stories to regale them with. But until then, this has been Tyler Ozzy Oswald, Carlos Crovet III, Tasia Turner, and Ben Macaron. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. You have a wonderful day. Deuces.